The principle of pastoral individuality. Amen. Now, it is very important not to compare yourself. For we dare not to make ourselves of the number or compare ourselves with some that commend themselves. But they measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. Amen. Amen. Now, there is a certain comparison, you know, which is not good. But there's also a certain individualness about all our callings. Everybody is different. Amen. And not everybody is going to have this or have that or have whatever. Air Force One or whatever. So, you need to be yourself. As you also copy and follow and learn, you must also develop yourself to be who you are. And in our church, we are trying to recognize the individualness of people as well. Amen. And I, I respect that. I accept that. So, that's why I accept uh, Prophet Kakra as a prophet. I accept Silas as a prophet. I accept Eddie Fabian as a prophet. If you tell me you're an evangelist, I'll accept you as an evangelist. I accept Pastor Kisley as an apostle. He told me uh, the other day he had a vision to start a lot of churches in South Africa. I believe it. Anything, I believe. There's an individualness about your calling. Pastor Robert is an ambassador, a special apostle, you know, with gifted us to somebody you sent on your behalf. Today I'm known in Brazil because he's there. All the books everywhere, the country, they are making DVDs, selling books, buying. I mean, I'm famous in Brazil. I've never been there before. But see, that's how I see the anointing. Kenneteke never came to Ghana or Nigeria. But he was famous here. Yeah. We mentioned his name as if he was born in Kolebu, but he has never been here. <laughs> see, those are the signs of the anointing. That the, the thing that your father carried, I see signs of it on my life. That's how I know that I'm anointed. Because I see the same thing. John the Baptist is eating locals. This one is also eating locals. This one is doing this. This one is doing that. Very similar. Yeah. So, brothers and sisters, there is something individual about you and your calling. You cannot, we are not the same. That is why every single person is an individual. Now, apart from that, Every single person is either choleric, melancholic, phlegmatic, sanguine. You have to recognize these differences. Yes. Do you understand? You have to recognize these differences. And there are so many little differences about us. You see, if I take Pastor Robert, for instance, he's good at international. He's very international because from Form 1, he has lived outside Ghana. I was with him in Form 1. We were all in the same school. He was in House 12. I was in House 18. Then in the middle of Form 1, he was taken abroad. And he has lived abroad all his life. He preaches in French. He speaks English. Preaches in English. Preaches in Portuguese. Preaches in... Jews preach in Spanish. His wife speaks in Spanish. German. Different language. His wife can 
speak, uh, uh, his wife is equally international, Avita, which is in Portuguese, which in Spanish, which in French, in English, very versatile, German, different, you know, so you, 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 you are you like that? Ah, you see, you are not like that. You are not like that. It is true that you can speak. Do you see? It's also a gift. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that God has prevented me from speaking tree and gum because he wanted the ministry to be English. Yeah. And it was in this hotel, I was in a room, the Lord spoke to me to start churches in Ghana. That's when we started the first new Ghana missions. New Ghana missions. The first guys who went out to Brekum, here, David, to Adria and all that, it was, I was in a hotel here when the Lord told me about it to start. Well, we don't have anything in Ghana. Ghana, international. Because I'm also more international. Because my mother is not a Ghanaian. My house, we don't we didn't speak pure or gown or anything. My mother speaks German. You get it? Half of my roots are outside Ghana. And I'm not ashamed of it. I have no apologies for that. There's no shame. Yeah. Some people were once criticizing Akufuado and so on. He's this, he drove in a Cadillac. His father, this, he was in French. He said, yes, I drove in a Cadillac. Yes, I was in Paris. Yes, and I have no apologies for that. I didn't grow up uh, following your Kagari in uh, whatever and so on. I said, I have no apologies for that. Yeah. What I'm saying is that you are an individual. Amen. And you must pursue the individualness of your calling and your abilities as well. Do you understand? So as I'm sharing this power thing, you see, there are some of you who are more inclined, like Henry was saying, he has power ministry all the time. So, you see, he may be an up-and-coming power. Maybe that thing is in his calling. You see, that even though he may be teaching and preaching, I mean, he may be more of a power person as time goes by. And, I mean, he may be more invited as a convention speaker in certain places and later have a resident pastor to handle certain things for him and so on. You never know, but it's, it's in there. So if that's how you become more like, fine. Nobody is against who you are. Pastoral individuality. We want you to be who you are, who you can be. Become who you can become. Nobody is against it. What do you think? Is it exciting? So all the things we are sharing, are, we are trying to share them so that you can become great in whichever, however you are going to be great. And that's why we are doing the mature, non-dependent churches with little or no transfers. Very, it would be unusual for us to transfer you. Because you have to build and benefit from it when it's working. Unless there's some real reason why we need to transfer. Most of the mature, independent, just be there. You understand? Unless you also want to leave. What do you think? Yeah. So we have the original interdependent church, which started at a point, has grown by depending on itself. 
that now we have the new groups of churches coming out, which are the mature, non-dependent churches. You understand? And the original interdependent churches made up of all these lay churches and so on that we have are supporting or have helped support to create these new mature non-dependent churches that we have all over the world. How many understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. So your church falls under, all of you, that's why we call it a maturity conference, become who you can become 2009 because this group is different from, let's say, the Kodesh pastors or let's say the lay pastors in America or the lay pastors in Switzerland or lay pastors in, in the UK and so on is part of the mature become who you can become church churches connected but mature and not depending amen and also this is what i'm saying you know non-dependent but a time will come where to be mature benefiting churches because after not depending you will later benefit you see, like, like me, I, I benefit from the church that I'm built. I'm blessed. Amen. Amen. The church that I have has been built, I, I, it, it benefits me. I don't depend on Action Central, Royal House, Assemblies of God. I don't depend on anybody. You understand? So the church has been built. Whatever there is in the church, as the founder or the bishop or whatever, look, I can, there's more than I can eat from that. I cannot eat it. So you two, if it is working one day and it's going to work, it's going to work. Receive it in the name of Jesus. It is going to work. And as it works, eh, it will be not just non-dependent, but non-dependent and benefiting. Yeah. Because it is a curse to sow and not to reap. It is a curse to go to war at your own wages. It is a curse to plant and not to see the harvest of what you have planted. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Yeah. So as you are growing and as you are doing this work, you know, and you remain faithful, God will bless you. God will honor you. Some of you, you, you can't even see your future. I just saw somebody in a jumbo jet flying somewhere. Hey. Sit down. What do you think? So, some of us, you see, our, the way we are, we have the ability to create a lot of wealth. I'm going to give you the characteristic of poor people so that you see whether that applies to you and the characteristic of rich people. And some of you recognize characteristic of poverty on yourself. And, and so when you recognize the characteristic of rich people, you will have to discard certain things so that you begin to take on the characteristic of rich people, the things that they do. 
And one other thing of rich people, they don't look to anybody for help. That's why I'm trying to make you mature and non-dependent. God, that will rather make you rich. Yes. When I come to visit you in your town, I want you to pick me in a new car. Not, not, not a hired car. Not a rented car. I see you driving that new car in the name of Jesus. Hey. Sit down. Or you don't understand what I'm saying. Yeah. So, it's very, very important that we grasp what is happening. The, the way that it's like the church is here, but it's growing this way. This one that is growing, it's all non-dependent, 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 mature, non-dependent. That's spreading more. That's it. All the new guys who are going to finish school this year, where are you? Wave to me. All of you, yeah, you are all going to be mature, non-dependent guys, wild, wild guys who are, Satan is afraid of your coming. Hey, Shama Osandal Banaba Bereli. Is it powerful? Is it powerful? It's wonderful. Come sing me something. I can make it 
hope living inside you. Come on. To rest in you now, I know I can make it. I made a vow and I'm not gonna break it. Lord, I'm keeping my eyes on you.
Hallelujah. You know, Bible said then a shoot will spring forth. You are that shoot that is going to spring forth. Amen. And he said, Behold, I'm going to stir up the meats against them. You see, there is a way in which God stirs up some people to go somewhere, to do something. He said that I'm going to stir up the meats. Who will not value silver? It's a kind of person that is, is, I'm going to bring a type of person who will not value silver. <laughs> or take pleasure in gold. It's a type of person. More deadly and more dangerous because they don't value silver and they don't value gold. And God told them, He was going to punish them, the Israelites. And He said, I'm going to bring a particular kind of person. Yeah. He's going to be different from the other types I've been sending. This one, he will not value silver. And he will not value gold. You see, that should send, send shivers down your spine. Because the type of person that is coming is different from the types you have seen before. Certain towns are going to receive a kind of person. And certain nations are going to see a kind of person that they have not seen that type before. Who does not value silver or take pleasure in gold? He said their bows will mow down the young men and they will not have compassion on the fruit of the womb, nor will their eye pity children. He was explaining the type of person that he was going to send. Somebody who doesn't value gold, when you give him gold, say, what is it? Somebody who doesn't value silver, when you give him, say, what is this? Somebody who doesn't have compassion on children. Even children, he will use them. It's a type to kill them, even the baby. You see, it's a type of person that is being sent. And God is showing me that you are that type of person that is being sent. Even if you die, you don't mind. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to send a type of person. Now, the result of such a person being sent, he said, and Babylon, the beauty of kingdom, the glory of the Chaldeans proud, will be as when God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah. Every satanic stronghold that you came to meet in the town and the country that you are going will be like Sodom and Gomorrah. It will never be inhabited nor lived in from generation to generation. Demons and other powers that have been there, they will be driven to the forest. He said, nor will the Arab pitch his tent there, nor the shepherds make their flocks nor lie down there. Human beings will be removed. He said, desert creatures will lie down there. He's explaining that 
when the type of person I'm sending comes, desert creatures will lie down there. Their houses will be filled with owls. There will not be two children or people. Owls. Owls. Ostriches will live in people's houses. Is it because of the type of person that I'm sending to come and fight? Ostriches. Hairy goats. Hairy goats will frolic there. You see a hairy goat jumping upstairs and owls in the house with ostriches downstairs and desert creatures, crabs and other animals. Hyenas will howl in their fortified towers. The towers which they used to fortify themselves. Hyenas and jackals in their luxurious palaces. Why? Because a type of a type I will send somebody to you who doesn't value silver. He does not value gold. And he does not pity children. I tell you, the world has been waiting for you to come. The demon, I was in my room when the Lord told me that Satan is afraid of these people. I tell you. You see, Satan fought against Lighthouse. Thinking that our ministry will end with lay people. Suddenly he saw another group coming through another door. So which ones are also these? Who can be sent to Oweri? And Ogbomosho. Who can be sent from UST to Mombasa to Kinshasa to Lumumbashi? What type of people are these? Because we thought that the ministry would end directly in New York. London is finished. Switzerland, finish. Then suddenly a door opened and he said, I will send you a type. <laughs> I say a type. A type of person. It doesn't need that name Martin Luther Boulevard or that he's, he's staying at Buckingham Palace area or London's, uh, what do you call it? Tower of London. No, 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 no. I'm sending a type. Receive that type and may you be that type in the name of Jesus. And his eye does not pity children. He doesn't have the usual compassion. You see, when Hitler came, he was that type. He had no pity. He believed you must die if you are weaker. That was his, his philosophy. His philosophy was that if you are weaker, you will perish naturally. That was his philosophy. The survival of the fittest. They had museums where you see a crab and another animal. And you show them fighting. And one will always kill the other. And one will survive. The survival of the fittest. They had museums. That in the forest is the, the fittest who survives. 
So if you are weak, you must die. If you are mad, you must die. If you have any weakness, you must die. And he sent the people who did not pity children. He said, your houses will be occupied by owls, hairy goats, and desert creatures. Ostriches will be downstairs and jackals will be upstairs. Because of the type, by the time that type comes and he's gone, it will only be left with hyenas. Hairy goats, shaggy goats, and hyenas. By the time you finish, you see, the song that you were singing is the, it's what unites all of us today. It's Jesus Christ. I am not related to you by blood. It's Jesus whose our eyes are on. That one day we shall see him. And it will have been worth every struggle, every hustle, every fight. It would have been worth keeping our eyes on him and following him, following him to the very end of the age. He said, I will raise up somebody, a type of person. <laughs> the Bible is wild, though. And this Hitler and all these people, they were also a certain way. Money, there were things they didn't value. Satan never thought that by the side door of the church would come out another group. Another group. And that group. So, oh no, we don't want to go to Toronto. <laughs> Mention the town. We can be there. Where? Where is it? Where is it? What is the temperature there? What is there? Amen. He said, I will send you a type. May you be that type. May you be that type. And you see, that's full-time ministry. It's that type. Shalama Sapuparandalava. I will send a type of person. Never forget. You will never forget that person. I tell you. Person who does not value silver. Ah, that is why the, the West in spite of their nuclear weapon everything they have they fear these terrorists but when you see them the guys as they were doing this september 11th the night before they all went to kmart a shop they were just walking through the shop and up and down they look at all the things on the shelves the biscuits the tea sausages butter bread coca-cola cornflakes you look at all. You, they have a film. They have a film. I, I saw it. I saw that. You see them walking through that. Two guys. The bombers. Nothing of them in America is the most wildest type of people you can ever have. A person who does not value silver and gold. Yeah. That's why I said that somebody gave me a, a watch. I did for more than 10 years. I went to tell the brand new, beautiful. I went to see where they, but they gave me the receipt and everything to go to them. 
place because of uh, uh, guarantee. I look at it. Just it has no value to me. If such things were value of value to me, we would not be here today. So God raised me up not to value certain things. Yes. And that's how come we are here. May you be that that time. Ready to fight for the Lord and do his work. In Jesus' name. The lay people got finished. Suddenly, another door opened. They said, I'm, I'm bringing another type of person. Like Pastor Kingsley. Pastor Kingsley does not value silver or gold. He's more than 50 years old. He can witness more than all of us here. He doesn't value silver. He doesn't, he doesn't value anything. I'm telling you, I've known him for many years. A very, very wild kind of person. Satan will not like somebody like that to be sent to an area. Shaggy goats and ostriches and jackals. And hairy goats and desert creatures will, will be all that is left by the time such a person comes and goes. And that's why there are so many South Africans today saved. They also call me their father, even though I, 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 I did not give birth to them in South Africa because such a person went there. Yeah. Your city will bow to you in the spirit in the name of Jesus it will bow to you it will give up souls that God sent you there to collect in Jesus name Amen God bless you be seated That is pastoral individuality. Amen. Is it powerful? Now, we are going to the next principle. Massive organized prayer. But before we do that, we are going to take a five-minute break.